thank God they standardized the English language at some point because it was batshit crazy. Doesn't sound as good as Shel Silverstein. I am surprised that we are friends. I'm just chop busting. Chop busting. Chop busting. Chop busting. Chop busting. Damn it. The one time we try to have like a real intro. Well, we don't need a real intro. Well, I think we might. I was just saying that I brought everything I need with me. I brought it all. To this recording session? I brought it all to this recording <laughs> oh, session. Oh. You brought it all like Miles Davis brought it all on my t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Miles Davis is bringing quite a bit on that t-shirt. <laughs> For those who can't see Justin's t-shirt, which is everyone listening to this podcast. Even me, actually. You're the only one that can see it right yeah, now. Yeah, Miles Davis uh, on the t-shirt, boxing shorts, smuggling an anaconda down there. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> he he brought it all to that boxing match. He definitely did. I don't I don't he, think he won the boxing match. Oh no, he's he, he looks very weak. Yeah, yes, he's, <laughs> he's uh for what he lacks in his physical form, he makes up for in his package. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I package uh, rhymes with Piaget. That's that's French. Yeah, I'm sure. We've been speaking French this whole time. That's not true. Well, we said that in the past. Le, yes. That's French. That's very That's French, French for yeah. yes. Le tea is what I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am in a great mood. I, like, I know you can tell. I'm yeah. in a great mood. You're radiant today. Okay. You look like a new mother. I I am. I feel like a new mother because I, I, um, I birthed the best thing that's happened in a very long time in my life before I came over here. Wow. Let me let me tell you this. Okay, oh, all right. So you're married. You understand this. Uh huh. Um, marriage is, as a, a great person once put it, a never-ending war. <laughs> it just it's just one battle after another. I mean, there are, don't get me wrong. There are nice times. It's a war of attrition, really. But there's so much. There's just so much battling. Sure. So in my house. There has been a um, a long running battle, okay, where my wife will go into the bathroom. Yeah, French for the bathroom. Another French word. Or uh, attention, that's if we're four so far. if we're speaking German, das Tinkelhausen. <laughs> that means the house of Tinkle. Ah, yeah, I see. Um, she will go in there, and then immediately burst forth from the door, proclaiming that yet again. I did not replace the toilet paper when oh. I used it all. Now, this entire time, I have made the argument, I didn't use all the toilet paper. It's not me. You didn't replace the tube. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm still and, following you. Um, this is, by the way, when, when I get done with this story, there's going to be a point. You'll know. It's a very natural point. Okay. I need fireworks, all right. trumpet blasts. Oh. I I need all the celebratory noises okay. that you can come up with. So, folks, expect some sound effects. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. Yeah. Thank so, you, the internet. So, 
I went running today, like I do. Run, 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 run. Run, run, run. Came back. Went into the bathroom. Keep in mind, I have not been home. All day. Since since this morning. I came home briefly, put on some shorts, went to go run. Got it. Go into the bathroom. What is there? Mm. An empty toilet paper <laughs> roll. <laughs> Woo! You know what that means? It means you won. I won. You won. I won once in my life. Uh-huh. I won the battle of of the toilet paper roll. <laughs> now here's the question I have. Mm-hmm. Did she acknowledge that you won? She she acknowledged it like this. Hey, you didn't replace the toilet paper roll. Hmm. Which is as much acknowledgement as I'm going to get. I'm going to get a, hmm. <laughs> you know what? It's it's enough. That's a victory. It's, that's right. Count it. <laughs> I get a point. Up on the Trumpet boards. blast here. Fireworks. Marching band. Cheering. I need a ticker tape parade. Ticker tape? I don't yeah, have, ticker I don't tape. I have a mouth sound for ticker tape. No, you don't need to make a mouth <laughs> that sounds right. Is that right? <laughs> Can you make a sound like um, just a ton of falling paper? Okay, I'll yeah. accept that. All right. That works. Great. <laughs> Did you like how I kind of oscillated it a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm in a great mood because I am the victor. Victory! Ba-ba-da-ba. I'm holding my Diet Dr. Pepper. And I'm holding my aged Earl Grey. Yes, it is this, aged. This Earl Grey is of legal drinking age which by the way i'm also having aged earl gray for those keeping track of nathan's teas um there is a ever-widening fan base that is keeping track of your teas i i was going uh i googled myself the other day because i do that all the time there's actually a fan site yeah there's a fan site for my teas really yeah they just list every tea i've had nathan's teas Mm -hmm. nathansteas.com go check that out wow Oh. There's nothing. No, no, that doesn't. That exist. may not be a real website. You, <laughs> I will say, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but if you Google me, the first thing you get is not me. The first thing you get um, is another guy with my name, mm-hmm. who is an English antiquarian book dealer. Oh, you! I think you've told Have me I told personally you this? Okay. this, but not the world, right? Okay, not so that I know. If you Google Justin Croft, you will get Justin Croft books. Um, looks he looks like he has an amazing life. I will say. I wonder, does he have like every sort of book? Like what what era? Oh, is like he? we're talking medieval, oh, rel- like too he, early. Oh, he does all sorts of like you can get you can get like a first edition Don Quixote from this guy. Wow, like he's for real. I need a first edition Canterbury Tales. I think that would so be hard I can, to find. I can be just <laughs> as confused by it as I was in high school, but in first edition. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is this so I read, long? I read a section from Canterbury Tales the other day, and I was also very confused. Thank God they standardized the English language mm-hmm. at some point, because it was batshit crazy. I assume that if you were to get it all in one volume... <laughs> Canterbury would, Tales? Yeah, yeah. It would be like 8,000 pages. Mm-hmm. It would just never end, and by page I don't know fifty, yeah, you'd just be going out by like the the nun's tale or the yeah. nurse's tale. I don't know like, anything right. about what's happening right. anymore. There's another book like that which I have. You know what? Let me get it down. 
I have right. My poetry book section, guys. Poetry book Maybe section. Maybe you didn't know this about me, but I have a shelf just for poetry in my basement. Man, if you don't think that that makes Justin sound like a tool, <laughs> I don't know what does. <laughs> I'm just chop busting. That's I'm just chop busting. My chops is busted. Yeah, busted some chops. So this is, I t- okay, I started college life. Now, I've been to a lot of college, more college than I needed to go to, probably. Okay. But I had a great time. Yeah, it was what, 20 years? <sighs> 25. 25 years? Yeah. Um, so so you, got, you got that associate's degree. Hella so. loans, yeah. <laughs> I, I have, a, I have a, a certificate to work on Windows 98. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's mm-hmm. good. And every time my Windows 98 goes down, you're the first person I call. I'm marketable as shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I started out life... Uh, in college as an English major and I ended up with an English minor I majored in psychology. So this is Edmund Spencer's The Fairy Queen. I, have you ever seen this book before? I haven't seen that book and let me tell you, yeah, just by the side of the book, uh-huh. I can tell I don't want to see any more of it than <laughs> I already do. So this dude wrote, this book is this is a poem, by the way. This whole thing is a poem. It's in stanzas. How many pages is it? For I'm, those who I'm can't about see to find us, out. Of which just, is everyone. Of just pure poem. Mm-hmm. All right. It is getting to the end here. There's the textual appendix. If it has to have an appendix, you know there's an issue. It is 1,055 pages. Of one poem. Of one poem. In, in sections. But one poem, yes. Does it rhyme? It does rhyme. He he invented his own stanza, mm-hmm. the Spencerian stanza, I believe it's called. Now, what is the rhyming pattern? Uh, you know, I don't really remember anymore. <laughs> it's, so, it's been a while. The first book, B-O-O-K-E, of the fairy, F-A-E-R-I-E, queen, Q-V-E-E-N-E, queen. You know, I don't know if anyone said this, but back back in that time, yeah, them they times. really desperately needed proofreaders. They they did editors. <laughs> Editing was like a lawyer. All back of then. that. All of that's wrong. Yeah. Every oh, every single touch of it's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Now the first book. This is the first book containing the legend of the Knight of the Red Cross or of Holiness. So each one of these is about like a different night. Right. Well, it's only one. This it's only one book, but inside the book are books. Right. You know what I mean? Doesn't sound so, as good as Shel Silverstein. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> that's the gold standard right there. <laughs> you know, it ain't the Giving Tree, right. but it is pretty classic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's Edmonds. I don't know how we. Oh, we were talking about Canterbury Tales. That's yeah. How we got off on. Um, on that. Yeah, we talked about old books. Canterbury. Aged books. Aged books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you find uh, Justin Croft antiquarian books, you, why don't you just go ahead and, and email him? I, I emailed him once. <laughs> the basic content of my email was this. You know this, but the world doesn't. Um, hey, uh, looks like we have <laughs> the same name. I am in America. I see you are in Britain. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he did not respond he never responded no. i am shocked by that i know it sounds like you guys have so much in common so much what, with the name and the yeah we're yeah. you both have email we can both read <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I assume he can read. Maybe to be an antiquarian books dealer, you don't have to read. You just sort Maybe. of examine the condition of the covers or something. Maybe that's why he never responded. Oh, because he can't read. Yeah. He got it and went, this isn't a picture. I have no idea what this is. Folks, name me another podcast where within the first dozen minutes, you can defame a, uh, a poor books dealer uh, in a completely other country. I mean, we're bringing it next level. I'm waiting for someone to name one. I'm not going to yeah. say anything no. else until someone names one. Just going to be a lot of sipping, guys. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to respond through the uh, internet waves. No. What were you saying? You were, you were saying you felt virile today or something? I Well, I told you. I already, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, you're in a great mood. You won. I So I feel like this is going to be a great podcast. All right. Well. I feel it in my loins. <laughs> what part of your loins? You know, the, the loin area the miles davis loin part of your loin no not not that part mm. the other yeah that's a strange thing all right so <laughs> what's your zodiac sign uh and this is actually before we get into this too hard this is a nice segue into what i want to talk about my well, zodiac sign mm-hmm. i don't know no why would i know that because most people know that yeah but are you looking this up right now yes i'm looking it up oh, right God. now <laughs> all right well i'm a scorpio um um and the scorpio every every zodiac sign i guess has some region of the body associated with it mm-hmm. the scorpio is the loins so i think that means i have command over everyone's loins i'm an aries oh you really yeah i am surprised that we are friends me too we don't we i don't know why that has anything to do with it but <laughs> every every aries i've ever known mm-hmm. we did not get along not at all i thought you were a taurus maybe no march uh march 27th okay that is in between march 21st and april 21st indeed it is which is according to the the sun when aries ex- oh, okay. i'm trying to figure out what it's you, talking about okay. on this page okay <laughs> <laughs> this you, your son is in Aries, is that what it's? Uh huh. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, would you like to hear what my? I would love to description my. Uh, well, I mean anything about me. It yeah, says, please, please. I'm independent, mm-hmm. generous, mm. optimistic. All right. Which is not true. No, that's not true at all. Wildly pessimistic. <laughs> Enthusiastic. Yes. Courageous. Mm. Uh, my weakness keywords, which I don't know if this means it is a weakness, because uh-huh. that's a really weird way of wording this. But sure, anyway, sure, I'm sure. moody, short-tempered. Are you? Are you self-involved? Yeah, you're definitely self-involved. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, impulsive uh-huh. and impatient. Hmm. Respond now. Um. I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Very clearly, you're mm-hmm, impatient. Mm-hmm. Um. I I could see some of that as you. I really could. Um, Let's see. And some of that, not so much. Okay, let me tell you about... I'm a big old scorp scorp. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is the eighth astrological sign of the Zodiac. Uh, I don't need to know all these longitudes and latitudes and shit. Um, wow, Wikipedia, you're really letting me down. Wikipedia really let me down, too. Oh, it's okay. It's a theme right now. Yeah. 
what's going on? I'm, I'm checking I out I what uh, my horoscope is because I've never for done today. This. Yeah. Oh yeah, find that out. Find and then find out what Scorpios are like because I can't operate the internet. Um, you don't need the internet. Rushing around just doesn't work today because you may have to go back and do things over again. <laughs> That's not. By the way. Yeah. That's not a horoscope thing. That's just a life thing. That's a life thing. Don't if you, you know rush around, is... you might have to go back and redo things. Don't you know this is how this works? Well, yes, I know how it works. You know how it works. I just have to poke holes in this because... <laughs> You're an Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um, I have my... Okay, here are my Scorpio strength keywords. Right below an ad that says the number one reason men pull away. <laughs> interesting does it tell you what the number one reason uh it says the biggest mistake women make that kills a man's attraction i i don't think sweatpants (laughs) no is the answer sweatpants no uh no it can't be you know what girls don't wear sweatpants anymore it's all yoga pants and that is nice i'm i will say yoga pants of all the fashion trends Mm -hmm. not my least favorite not my least favorite by far I can't. That's a double negative. What are mm-hmm. you actually saying? Well, I don't. I don't want to. Um, it's not your least. Okay, so it's, it's not my least favorite. It's it's in there. It's it's not your favorite, right? But it's not your my least, least favorite. favorite. Was in college uh-huh. when it was baggy sweatshirt time. Well, that's just college. Isn't I know. It? Yeah, that's, yeah. Didn't yeah. care for it. No. Well, okay. All right. Like you know, you're going to class. Gussy up a little bit. Come on. <laughs> and you, you know, you're a dresser. So mm-hmm. I don't think that you would expect. I this, do that daily. You would expect to say yes. You do. You would expect the same out of your male counterparts. I would think. Uh, yes. If you were a teacher, some sort of ruthless teacher, mm-hmm. uh, I think you would expect that from your students. You'd yeah. say, "Come to class." If you come in to class, like you care. Dressed. Yeah. To the nine, not even to the nines. Eight to and the, halves. To the sevens. Oh, really? Yeah. Just to the sevens. You should see me at the sevens. It's not good. Um, you know. Probably five extra points on that project. Really? Yeah. I'm not a good teacher. No. <laughs> Clearly you're not. It has nothing to do with how how well you're you te- did. You're, you're teaching like uh, trigonometry mm-hmm. and you're just grading everyone on their outfits. Well, that guy, <laughs> he had a t-shirt they cut the sleeves off on. Fail. Mm, no points for him. <laughs> so Scorpio's strength keywords. Loyal. Okay. I would say I'm loyal. Like a like a Doberman, loyal like a Doberman. Sure, passionate, definitely passionate. Like a Doberman. <laughs> D- Doberman. <laughs> Doberman are known for being the most passionate dogs. They're intense lovers. <laughs> oh man, um, just lay you down. Have you ever been around a Doberman? Yeah, my briefly. friends. My, oh well, <laughs> it was a quick encounter, huh? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he got in there, did what you had to do, and got Just out. Efficient. My friend had this do. It's German, the yeah, way they would exactly. like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, my friend had this Doberman, and you know they're very tall dogs. You're right. You would sit down like on his hearth mm-hmm. with a beverage in your hand, and the dog would come sit his ass on your lap, like just his back legs. He would back up to you and just put his ass in your lap. And stand there with like a, a doofy look on his face. He's a very sweet dog. Okay. Passionate, like a Doberman. Resourceful. Mm-hmm. Observant. Okay. I would say I'm observant. Dynamic. Now, that is a nice way of saying moody. <laughs> dynamic. That. Well, how, would you, how would you think dynamic is meant? I mean, it. it means you can go anywhere from like 
pianissimo, or pianissimo, like this, to a forte, like this. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Right in there. Oh, dynamic. I, I have a dynamic range. There's a. There's like all this. sorts of crescendos. Like this. Day crescendos. You know. Like this. <laughs> Me, monotone. All the time. Yeah. Oh. I, this is the level, right here. I don't go quieter. Yeah. I don't I don't go louder. You're like a sequencer like in the eighties, like you had one volume mm-hmm. and you were exactly you were messing around. Okay. <laughs> Scorpio weakness keywords, jealous, uh yeah. Obsessive, sure. Suspicious, definitely. Manipulative, eh, I'm not smart enough to be manipulative. Um <laughs> <laughs> unyielding yeah yeah i i i unyield to a certain extent okay mm-hmm. <clears throat> scorpios are fiercely independent they were they, mm, they are able to accomplish anything they put their mind to and they won't give up <laughs> they are perfectly suited to being on their own i do like to be alone sometimes they are not social butterflies like some other zodiac signs and some actually prefer to live on their own that way, there is never any issue of who controls what at home. They like to be in control. Now I just, I just sound like a, a wacko. You, you have to have control. How does this sound? Does this sound anything like me at all? Um, that part? Yeah. Any yeah. of this? Any of this? Yeah. yeah. The, the descriptor words. Descriptor words? I'll give you some. Okay. All right. The description about how you're a control freak. Yeah. Who, you know. I don't think I'm a control freak. You're going to start destroying things if you don't get your own way. Hey, Nathan. Is spot on. Nathan, your teacup is not in the zone. It's not in the zone? It's not in the correct zone. Is that better? I feel better, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, this astrology chat... um, Welcome to astrology chat. My name is Candice Butcherali, but you can call me Cinnamon. And I'm Nathan. <laughs> wow. Just, just one. That flight of fancy was not off the ground even before it began. Um, uh, I'm looking. Okay. So, yeah. as uh, I'm looking to see if my other horoscopes match that horoscope. Okay, great. great. They do not. Of, of today? Yeah. Just, okay. So, All apparently, right. my daily horoscope... Yeah. I get to pick and choose based on the website I want to believe. I think that's correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, no one has the same chart, so right. it's all a little... And, of course, there's an element of, like, feeling it out. Um, this leads nicely into my homework. Okay. I did my homework. Oh, yes. I watched the tarot documentary. Now, I had... What? Tarot, excuse Why? me. Why... Yeah, why are we so mystical? The last two episodes, we oh, we have a lot of mystical going on. There's there's other there's past things where we've gotten mystical. We're mm-hmm. just getting more and more mystical. Would you like to play with crystals later when we're done here? I'd love to <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> see if we can align our energies. Yeah, our auras. Um, <laughs> okay, your homework. Okay, my homework. Tell me about this. My homework was to. Um, watch uh, a movie on tarot which i now know is one way of saying it uh i'm still gonna say tarot yeah say tarot yeah um i was thinking that that excuse me i was thinking that it was on netflix in fact it was not oh wow again so so you had to hunt for this i hunted a little i mean i got on youtube wow Um, so yeah and and i found a cache of programs called gnosis 
G-N-O-S-I-S, which I think means wisdom or something that like that. It's pronounced gnosis. Gnosis, okay. Gnosis. Gnosis. I found mm-hmm. a cache of gnosi. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, was some, this was exactly what I was looking for, okay? And you can watch it on YouTube yourself if you like. Um, this is some program put together in the 90s. It was probably on some cable channel. And um, it was very cheap, like cheesy reenactments of what was going on okay (laughs) all right and it was like real tarot card readers talking about it and then there was history and guess who the narrator was this is gonna blow your mind in the 90s in the 90s into tarot william shatner it was not william shatner i figure he didn't have anything else going on yeah in the 90s until boston public or was, was that <laughs> the one he was on public no I it wasn't know. boston public it was i uh, remember boston public though it was it was the lawyer show that he was on anyway the lawyer show he was on yeah I'll, I'll, we're not talking about michael j fox here no we're not talking about no, spin I'm, city i'm aware we're talking about yeah, shatner. william shatner yeah bill the, bill billy Those are two different people billy right? shat okay <laughs> billy shat no this was okay this this was narrated by christopher lee christopher lee christopher lee who you know as saruman in the lord of the rings uh it was boston legal by the way boston, boston I legal. Show at all. well i didn't watch it it was for old people oh okay it. so narrated by who has this very like british but dark voice like this dude is like a 90 year old dude that's in a metal band <laughs> he is a true to life badass okay all right so he's narrating and you can tell he's kind of into it right so what did i learn from watching this tarot thing it's it's really great by the way something loud happened upstairs um i so here's what i learned okay um the tarot cards yes there are i think 78 70 wow that's a lot so of cards more than i that thought is, that is more than a standard deck of cards yeah i thought it was like 12 or something mm-hmm. they are divided into two categories okay the major arcana and the minor arcana okay um the major arcana starts with the fool card right which is the only one of them that's not numbered now the fool this this whole thing is is this allegorical journey right right the fool is us whoever whoever's being read for. i resent that but go uh, ahead well i know he's a fool to so so the fool works their their way mm-hmm. through the major arcana oh so like dungeons and dragons it's kind of like that okay. yeah yeah um no dice um <laughs> <laughs> a lot less uh, Mountain Dew, but yes, right. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, okay. So it goes through, um, it starts with stuff like, you know, nicer stuff, and then you get to like death, and then you get to, you know, the tower, which is like people jumping off the tower, and then you go through kind of the underworld part, and then you come out on the other side, and like the sun, and the whole thing is like a quest for knowledge, mm-hmm. and, and I was like really intrigued by that idea, really, really intrigued. So... Are you going to go pick up some tarot cards so we can do a reading then? I'm not going to do it myself. Okay. But I I do have I have a hookup. Nathan. You have a hookup? I do. My coworker's daughter mm-hmm. knows how to read them. So, I'm thinking mm-hmm. we do this. You know you know I'm into this idea right now. Are you into this idea? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're into this idea. Um okay. Now, 
a few questions before this happens. Yeah. Just to be prepared. I'm unqualified, but I will answer them. Will she be offended if I call it Tarot the whole time? <laughs> we need to test the waters on that one a little bit. Tarot. Tarot. And if Tarot, I, dinosaur hunter. If I keep referencing a 20-sided die in the oh. middle of it, will she be offended? <laughs> and you're like, how did I get to be, uh, you know... If they're <laughs> the dagger <laughs> of destiny, you know, if I, I'm not making fun of you, Dungeons and Dragons people. I I am a little bit, but out of love. I think I would love that game if if I had been introduced to it in a nice way. But the one time I played it, it was a terrible experience. I've I've never played it, and I, I'm I'm to the age now. Yeah, where if you're 28 and you play Dungeons and Dragons for the first time, yeah, it's sadder mm-hmm. than if you're a 28 year old that's been playing dungeons and dragons for like 15 Ten years, years. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a lot sadder <laughs> it's a different thing altogether i agree with you. <laughs> you're an adult going i don't understand um, why does the dwarf keep doing this to me <laughs> I, I didn't do anything <laughs> he seems impervious to my attack <laughs> And also my lovemaking. <laughs> Even though I am resourceful, like a Doberman. Um, so, you don't know how offended she would be by I anything. I have no idea, but she seems like a very nice... I have met her. She seems like a very nice person. Okay. So, we should warn her ahead of time Yes. number one, I'm an Aries. Right. So, I'm very emotional. She's going to know all about you before I'm you even get I'm very emotional. There. Yeah. You're very emotional, and I am very passionate. Mm-hmm. So I could end up... And resourceful. Furious with her. I could be weeping you, by the end of it. I really hope you're weeping. Anywhere in the spectrum. Of emotions? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the death card. You I know, guarantee okay, here's you the I'm going to get the death card. Here's the thing I learned about the death card. That's the one everyone thinks about, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the, the painting with the, the skeleton on the horse, right? Yeah. The death card... Um, you know, doesn't have doesn't necessarily mean physical death, right? It could just mean like the end of something in your life, right? And by the way, they have ways of knowing if you're lying. Like there's there's cards that they can draw that tips them off to if you're just like making stuff up. Isn't well, that isn't that fascinating? like what kind of question? I didn't know there were questions involved in this. Oh, there's questions. Sure. Oh, I'm out. Now. Sure. Oh, well, they can't. <laughs> I'm gonna have to answer You're things. No, such an Aries. Um, what kind of questions? Well, like you come in with a question, right? Okay. Or, or I think they can just do. Um, I'm, I'm very educated about this. I watched an hour long documentary from 20 years ago. Exactly on YouTube. You know everything. I know everything. Um, I think you can come in with a question, or they can just sort of give you a reading, mm-hmm. you know, and see kind of where it goes. See, I want the general reading. That's what I want too. I, I want don't the really general. have a specific question, right? You know. But yeah, it's interesting. They they did some d- demo of it, and and some of the readers talked about mm-hmm. things they had done. And and this one lady's like, yeah, I just kept drawing sword cards, and all these cards with this one girl, all these cards were just showing all this conflict, all this conflict. And it turned out that the the, the girl uh, was from Bosnia. Oh, so yeah, everything. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, everything in her life, and they had this. Um, they had a, a psychological researcher on there as well, which was interesting. Who had done some studies with Tarot, Tarot, <laughs> Tarot, mm-hmm. and um, she she explained it as, you know, these people are just sort of very they're very intuitive people. 
they're they're in tune with others and they can kind of tell by looking at you right. what state you're in. And the cards are just like a way of accessing that sort okay. of natural talent that they have. So that made me feel good. So is she going to say anything about my aura? I don't know. Or my energies? I think the more interesting question is what do you think about your aura? Well, um, for starters, it's nonsense. We're mm. going to go with that to begin with. <laughs> um, uh, as a, a follow-up, really, it's nonsense. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean... It's good that I'm going into this whole Tarot thing with an open mind. A totally open mind. Yeah. yeah. It's like you've been holding a pink crystal all day. Mm-hmm. You're just a open, pink crystal. open. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I held the blue crystal yesterday, Ooh. and it just made my hand cold. Yeah, they do that. Turns out it was ice. <laughs> it melted after a while. Uh, it was no longer crystalline. Yeah, yeah. I held the clear crystal, and then later on, I happened to to brush my face mm-hmm. and like hit my mouth. It was salt. Were, were you just holding rock salt I was again? Just hold, yeah, <laughs> you know I do that. Well, I mean, you've got to have a hobby. Guys have got to have a hobby. You know, you know, that's why I have this man cave, so I can sit down here and hold rock salt whenever I feel like it. <laughs> you know, I've been meaning to compliment you, by the way, on your salt collection. Thanks. It's it's getting there. Yeah. It's pretty nice. A lot of that's <laughs> body salt. Yeah. It's really gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scorpio, deep inside. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, the most misunderstood of all astrology signs. That is what you are, right? Yeah, I'm the most misunderstood. (laughs) They are all about intensity and contradictions. They like to be aware of a situation and always know what's going on. That's true. I do like that. See, I feel like this is describing me, though. Are you... Maybe my parents are wrong about when I was born. They could be. Maybe they lied to me. Maybe you're adopted. No, I look too much like my family. Yeah, you do. You look exactly like you. Yeah. (laughs) There, there definitely was no adoption. Strong genes and the yeah, and the badly clan. The uh, the hunter side of of the family really took over gene wise. Oh, when you yeah. said hunter, I immediately thought not like with a bow yeah. or a gun, right? But like with a last name. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it those genes are very powerful genes. Very powerful. Very powerful genes. You know who else had powerful genes? Levi Strauss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? <laughs> I need to put like Crickets. a boing, boing, boing sound in there. <laughs> Since this is going to be sound effects heavy. Who who had strong genes? Levi Strauss. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Was that what we were going for? I think so. Okay. I mean, me. you ever look at the tag on a Levi Strauss? It's got the horses or the mules trying to pull them apart. It does advertise that they're very strong. Yeah. I, um... So, I've been wanting a nice pair of jeans. Speaking yeah. of jeans, yeah. And last weekend, we, uh, my wife and I, were over in the twelfth South area. Oh man! Okay, where everything is two hundred dollars, right? So we went and we ate at Edley's Barbecue. Two hundred dollars. It was not two hundred dollars, but it felt like two hundred. Oh, did you enjoy it? Eh. Yeah, that's how I feel about the eh. Edleys. Yeah. Um, I will, if this was a Yelp review. Yeah. Let me write my Yelp review yeah, for Edley's real quick. Yeah, let's go for it. I'll okay. take it down like a Yelp interpreter. Mm-hmm. I went to Edley's this last weekend, and let me tell you, the food, meh. 
When we showed up, there was a line out the door to order food, and we had to had to go rush to find a table after it. When we got the food, my pork was adequate. My wife's sandwich, however, was quite good. Overall, two out of five. Two out of five. Yeah, I'm harsh. Yeah, no, I, I feel you, though, because it's... It's not worth the, the line. The weight in the line is awful. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it takes 30 minutes mm-hmm. to order the food. Right. And it's not you go to a table. No, for no, those, no, no. For no, those no. who have never been there. Right. You don't go to a table and someone comes Mm-mm. to get your not order. Not full service. You stand in a line... To place your order. To go to the counter... And then you go to a table and wait for them to bring you food. Right. There's a double waiting mm-hmm. thing happening. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. You went were, to Edley's. You were down there. Okay. Yeah. We left Edley's, and we're walking back to the car. And there's this place, and I don't even know what the building was called, but it was like a bunch of little tiny shops in this yeah. old filling station type of thing. I know exactly like. what you're talking right. about. Yeah. So, I go in... And see that there is a place there where they custom make jeans for you. What? Right? Like two... Like you pick your waist size and then every pair of pants, the length is 46 inches. And they will tailor it to the correct length for you. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, man, I want these jeans. We're going to play prices Right right now. How much do you think those jeans cost? $400. You actually, you overbid it. Really? $200? No, no, now you underbid it. It was around 300 I believe wow. it was 280 Wow. Not, and I think you paid extra for the tailoring. So, wow. So you don't have to pay extra if you happen to be like a 3246. Right, like you're insanely long right. legs, yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're Wilt Chamberlain in right. the seventies, right. you're golden. Yeah, you can go there right um, now. And this place doesn't really have a name, right? It's just like a symbol. Yeah, it, isn't it like a little like it? It had a, a word yeah. somewhere. I don't know if that was the name. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm not cool enough to go in places like that. Neither am I. I was wondering, even though we have this podcast. Yeah, I was walking around and they had like the artisan soaps right, right and fancy glasses and what boots and all this stuff that i'm like i can't afford any of this and if i could i probably still wouldn't buy it right um <laughs> definitely not cool enough to be there i i feel the same way and i'm when i'm walking around of course i have the two guys behind me maybe maybe there are a couple Maybe, Maybe they're, they're just not. good friends. That are both sharply dressed. Right. Yeah. But they're walking along behind me going, you know, I got this soap last time. It's fantastic. <laughs> and I look at the soap. It's a bar of soap. It was like $15 for a bar of soap. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wow. Know, I don't know if that soap is made of titanium or what. <laughs> you only have to buy one bar. Right. <laughs> Ever. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I did not buy those jeans. Or the so, soap. Um, if anyone custom makes jeans out there, let me know. Hey, his And up. give me a free pair. Yeah. I'll take some as well. I I deserve it for that story. I have one leg longer than the other. Is that extra? I have two legs that are the same length. Mm, you have Roughly. E- equal leg. 
<laughs> Probably. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I don't measure. It's a condition. <laughs> you know, uh, I've heard that only North Americans have legs that are yeah precisely the same. That's not true at all. If see, if you had said, "I heard on NPR," yeah, then it becomes yeah, true. You know, I got that off the Nickelback website. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it's not true. Ding. Uh, speaking of jeans yeah <laughs> i've got more jeans with a j story. or jeans with a g j okay back to j St- we're with... still with levi strauss jeans got it you know strong strong genetic jeans. material right. hunter jeans um tell me if this is the weirdest thing to you i okay so i bought a suit yeah because i do that sometimes you do you're a gentlemanly like gentleman. like three times i've done this right yes. uh i went to go have the pants tailored uh-huh. got the pants tailored went to go pick up the pants right while i'm at the alterations place a guy comes in now he doesn't like i was a little confused he doesn't look like a guy who would come to an alterations place he's like you know kind of Kind of dumpy looking, fifties okay. guy. He looks like wearing he... like cargo shorts yeah. and an old navy shirt. Okay, and, like I'm not judging him, but I'm like he must be getting a suit or something. Right. They bring out a well worn pair of jeans. Interesting. And he just takes them and leaves. Huh. In what world would you have to have your jeans, not new jeans? Old right. jeans. Old jeans. Taken to an alterations. Give me a reason why this would happen. Because mm. they definitely were not, by the way, the $280 pair of custom fit jeans. These are like acid wash. These these are like from <laughs> like Walmart okay. style. It faded glory. Yeah. 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 It looks like it. Yeah. Maybe Wranglers. Okay. I'll, I'll give him Wranglers. Wranglers. A step up. We'll say it's Wranglers. Wranglers. What Wranglers? <laughs> what situation do you take those to an alterations place rodeo? and pay money? Rodeo? Maybe was he a rodeo guy? He didn't look like a rodeo mm. guy. They they didn't look like the normal like uh, tight fit cowboy pants. Right. They skin tight. They looked like uh, relaxed fit. Uh you know. Now, why would you have something tailored this relaxed fit? I, I have a, I, I have another proposal. Okay, what a, what else do they do at this? Did the, is this a dry cleaning place as no. well? Oh, just alterations. Never mind. My my proposal fell apart. Mm-hmm. I was going to say he was he was washing the blood out from. See, I thought the same the thing murders. briefly, yeah. and then remembered they don't do dry cleaning. Patches? Was he getting a patch? I don't know. He didn't take them out of the he bag. Did, I don't he, know what he did. Uh, he could just do that himself if he right. had a patch. Just iron-on patch. Yeah. Unless it's a huge hole. And then you should get a new pair of pants. Right. This now, is quite the conundrum. And for the price yeah. to have the pants fixed. Right. Keeping in mind they're cheap pants. Right. You could just go get new pants. You could go, yeah. It's going to be roughly the same price. Head over to the Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, by the way, there is a Southern Thrift right next door. There you go. He could get all the pants he wants. For days. Mm-hmm. Pants days of pants. For days. <laughs> I got my Monday pants, I got my Tuesday pants, I got my Wednesday pants, and my Thursday pants. I think, really, that's the American dream right there. A pant per day? Pants per day. 
Yeah. Just days of pants. Yeah, they used to make, like, boxers that were that just said Monday mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. <laughs> that the, Something about that really appeals to me. Would you stick to the days? I would, because if I messed, it would drive me crazy see, to mess with it. See, I'm... And this is this is my little anarchist streak okay. right here. Sure. I'd be like Wednesday. Give me those Friday shorts. You little Aries, you. Uh, I'm gonna put those on. <laughs> I'm feeling and saucy today. The issue is they're underpants, so no one would know I'm wearing them. So then I would have to, hey, <laughs> guess what? Guess what I got on today. <laughs> And this is how Nathan lost his job. <laughs> it's my Friday underwear. <laughs> you know what day? You, you know you know what day it is. What day is it? Say it. Say it. Say what so, day it is. Today. Today's Wednesday. Say. Got my Friday underwear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to go to lunch? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it would be a bad idea for me. <laughs> that would. That's a bad idea for everybody involved. Oh, it would not be good at all. No. Uh, um, anyway, so who has strong genes? <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to keep pestering me about it. You're, you're going to keep coming back to this, right? Right? Yeah. Until until I get an answer. Of a person? Yeah. Well, Levi Strauss not, was a person. But not Levi Strauss. That was my answer. <laughs> well, oh, oh. I thought it was my out. <laughs> was it Miles Davis? You know, I bet his kids look a hell of a lot like Miles Davis if he has kids. Does he have kids? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's got kids. Oh, God. He he he, he lived a hard life. Hard life. Um, there's probably like, I don't know, a handful out there. Pure genius. Handful. Yeah. A genius handful. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I just don't see him being an effective caregiver oh no i didn't say he cared for anything. no no no. I, I'm, I'm i'm just i'm, I'm extrapolating <laughs> yeah no yeah. um so he, if you see he, it yeah he liked how should i put this the drugs yeah a lot yes substances yeah that go inside of him children mm-hmm. that come out of the women that he sleeps with i typically that is how it works yeah I hear in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's changed. It was since a different then. time. Yeah. 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 Uh, Haven't we grown? Yeah. Now there's all the in vitro and yeah spawning. Spawning Some. is the most effective way to up the population of a single place. Speaking of spawning, yeah, I watched Interstellar. Okay. Have you seen Interstellar? No, and I don't know why that has to do with spawning. Well, I'll tell you. Do you want to see Interstellar? Ah. <laughs> uh, not really. No. Okay. Let me give you a brief synopsis. I watched it last night. It is maybe one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I've heard it's good. Loved it. Okay. Loved it with a capital L. So, basic premise. The Earth. Mm-hmm. There is Blight. Okay. Blight. You know about blight. You're from Kansas. Yeah. Um, blight is killing uh, all the food. That's that's a bummer. It's a problem. The mm-hmm. last thing left is like the corn. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. So the corn is sticking around, but the corn is on its way out too. Okay. Um, this is this is some years into the future. They didn't exactly establish how far, but 
the granddad in the movie is talking about all the gadgets that were coming out when he was a kid. So I'm thinking he's like our age. So this okay. is like 30, 50 years from now. Something right. Like that. So um, Blight is killing everything. So uh, main character, Matthew McConaughey, because we are in the midst of the McConaissance. Have you heard oh, this term? Have you heard this term? I have not. I did not come up with that. I, I like it. Because he started to be good yeah. all of a sudden? Yeah, what happened there? I don't know. You remember I, How to Lose oh, a Guy in yeah. 10 Days? Yeah, yeah. You remember that movie Fool's Island or some such shit? I remember it existed. Yeah, it I terrible. didn't watch it. It was terrible. I mean, it, it was like McConaughey was my example of a bad actor. Yeah. And then he disappeared. Yeah. And then he came back... And lost a bunch of weight to look like he had AIDS. Right. And now we love McConaughey. You know, I bet during that little interim period, mm-hmm. that little Jesus period there, right? I bet he was making shoes in Italy with Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. Did you know that Daniel Day-Lewis does that? That I don't. That I didn't, you. but that is not in no. any way. <laughs> right. <laughs> there is nothing you could tell me about Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis. Day-Lewis. There are a couple things that would surprise me. Okay. If you were to say to me, you know Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah. He likes to just sit down and have a lazy Sunday and watch TV. That would surprise me. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the type to relax. Daniel Day-Lewis every Sunday goes and climbs a coconut tree and brings (laughs) down a fresh coconut for breakfast. (laughs) Not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. No. No. That seems... Yeah. Very Daniel De Lucian. That's what I'm going to call it. DDL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From now on, if you say DDL, you'll know what I'm, what we mean. So, does he make his own shoes, or does he, he have his own shoes shoe? for people? He was like he was like a cobbler's apprentice. Yeah. Was he good? I have no idea about because he shoes. stopped doing it. Is, right. Is the person like is his mentor? furious about the path that he has chosen and the lack of shoes i think he's very frustrated right but this this is the cobbler to the stars <laughs> the cobbler to the stars yeah yeah i mean i guess kanye west can be a fashion designer yeah. daniel day lewis can be a cobbler oh, yeah oh no they've all been to the same guy they they it's can mario. do whatever they want it's mario yeah mario is the cobbler to the stars mario yeah and he he not only does he teach you how to make shoes or design clothes, mm-hmm. he turns you into a fucking crazy person. Is that what happened to yeah, McConaughey? that's what happened to all of them. Because you saw those Cadillac commercials, didn't you? I didn't see those Cadillac commercials. <sighs> oh, you have to see the Cadillac. Yeah? The Cadillac commercials feature Matthew McConaughey. Right. Driving about, um, spouting off gibberish. <laughs> that's supposed to be philosophical okay but it's gibberish all right all right <laughs> and it, i mean it's just one of those where he, the whole time he's looking at the road just going i mean they say america blah 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 oh, blah oh i have blah. seen this it's nonsense yeah yeah and there's there were several of them, just a and bunch none of, of them made sense. A bunch of non-sequiturs, really. Yeah. It was a lot like this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you know, come to think of it, it's like we we took McConaughey's idea. Yeah. And we just ran with it. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Do you think 
Do you think McConaughey knows about us? <laughs> More importantly, do you think Mario knows about us? Oh, I'm never going to get my shoes. Vengeful Italian man. Oh, man. Yeah. So he, he makes them all crazy, but right. that increases their talent level tenfold. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, Interstellar. <laughs> um, Matthew McConaughey movie. is the star. Mm-hmm. Um, basic premise after the blight thing, he finds NASA. Everyone thinks the NASA's gone. The military is gone because they're putting all government money to finding ways to make food. Right. Okay. He stumbles onto uh, a still existing NASA, which the public knows nothing about. Okay. This top secret NASA. Very secret. Very secret. So he. Um, is then he used to work for NASA that was established before I didn't tell you um, he is then asked to pilot a ship that will go into a wormhole near Saturn this wormhole mm-hmm. will take the ship into an alternate dimension where NASA sent I think five missions previous okay uh, on those manned missions, uh, people were each assigned a planet to find out if it was habitable, because we're going to take the human race off of Earth. Right. Okay. Because so, of the blight. Because of the blight. You don't, you don't want to stay here. Horribly irreversible blight. Right. So plan A is to, once we find suitable planet, we go back, we take everybody on Earth with us. It's going to be a really big ship. Really big ship. Or just a lot of trips. Like a a bus ship? Like a Greyhound ship? (laughs) They have great Wi-Fi. Um, (laughs) Actually, the entirety of NASA, Mm -hmm. it turns out, is a ship. So their whole base is also a ship. Are there a lot of seats, or does everyone have to stand the whole trip? Well, there's there's, there's seats, but I don't think there's enough seats for everybody. So sacrifices will have to be made. That seems like a long trip. Well, uh, yeah, it is a long trip. It takes two years to get to Saturn. So you're going to stand for two years? I think so. I have some issues with this (laughs) plot. (laughs) Anyway, the whole reason I brought this up (laughs) is because the B B plan... Mm-hmm. The A plan is to bring everybody. The B plan is, if we can't make this work, if we can't bring everybody, we have a bunch of fertilized eggs to start the frozen, right? to start a new human colony on a new planet, so that the, the, the human race lives on, at least. And so, if not everyone can go, McConaughey is going to implant them in his uterus? <laughs> <laughs> no, there are other people, and I think okay. the, I think the intention is to grow them in a lab. Okay, entirely. So he's not putting them in his uterus. No, we are in the future. We're not, but he has not developed a uterus in in this movie. Right. I'm not saying any other movie, like Magic Mike. He may have had. A he uterus. may have had. A uterus. I don't know. Who knows? I think everyone had a uterus in that movie. In this movie, right? No uterus for McConaughey. Uh, not no uteruses outside of a woman. Okay. Yeah. There are uteruses inside a woman. Inside the woman. Yeah, just the one, though, not they uteruses. <laughs> just one uterus per woman. Right. Um, and all should be fine. So humans have not evolved 
to the point where everyone has a uterus. Yeah, or multiple uteruses within one. I mean, by yeah. my calculations, that's about 2130 that's going to happen. Yeah, so. I think so. I think uh, so. About the same time as the blight. <laughs> but no, no, no. Seriously, go. I got it from Redbox. Right. Go watch this freaking movie. It's awesome. It is great. See, I want to see it. Yeah. Um, You know why I didn't, when you said, are you going to see it? Do you care you know why i didn't go no don't tell me any details i ruin every movie i watch on accident by myself anyway what on the internet yeah really i'm a i'm a geek so when i watch a movie i like to look it up sure and go well how much did they spend on this movie absolutely Hmm. well what was the production right like on this movie sure and inevitably somehow I always end up reading something that's... Let me give you an example. Yeah, please. There's a documentary called um, Dear Dear Zachary, I think it is. Something like this. Anyway. You spoiled the documentary on yourself? Let me tell you about this documentary. So, Tanae watched this documentary. Loved it. Raved about it. Said, you have to watch this. You won't see the ending coming. Like... There's a cliffhanger weird ending in the documentary. documentary? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So the documentary is put together like a letter being written to the son of this guy who was murdered. Oh, wow. Okay. So this guy's murdered wow. by everyone assumes his crazy ex something, whatever she was, who at the time was pregnant. Um, but then she ran away to Canada and they couldn't extradite her. Huh. Okay. So this is happening and I'm like, man, this is a good documentary because the directing on it was very good. I'm on Wikipedia reading, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) I'm reading about the production. I'm like, well, how did they do this? And then in the middle of the production notes, it goes. And at the end of the documentary, when she jumps off the cliff, what whoa 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 whoa, go back what so in the middle of this documentary i spoiled the fact that this entire letter to the son is never delivered to the son because the son was never born because the woman jumped off a cliff yeah and this is this is all real it's all real oh my god yeah so this is my example i ruin every movie even documentaries that is heart-wrenching i some yeah well imagine though (laughs) you're watching the documentary and it's supposed to be heart-wrenching but you get to that point and you're just annoyed with yourself because you already knew it was going to happen yeah see the uh, here's the the problem yeah why why are you watching a movie and being on wikipedia it's what i do that you do what what the other person it's not always wikipedia okay fine maybe imdb Same problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you? Why are you doing? I'd like to know the trivia. Two eyes on the screen, buddy. <laughs> Two eyes on the screen. One eye on the screen every thirty seconds or so. <laughs> you Roughly. watch. You watch movies just like the person that lives in this house. Besides me, you're a child. N- that's not my child. Okay. Yeah. Your wife. Y- yes. You watch movies just like she does. Mm-hmm. We watched. Um, you and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy in yeah, the theater yeah. when it came out. Uh, she hadn't seen it. We rented it. I wanted her to see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so we watched it, and she watched about a third of it. Uh, 
part of that time, by the way. Yes. She was texting my wife about Groot. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And was like, oh, I want a Groot. I need a Groot. Because your wife found a, uh, a, a, a landscaping implement that's a Groot? Uh, it was a swing. A swing. Yeah. Yeah. For a, a child, or an adult, I guess. Or a raccoon. Hum- I mean, anyone really could <laughs> swing on this. Uh, where the the uh, bar for the swing yeah. was a Groot arm. It w- I mean, the rest was Groot. Was Groot. And then the arm. And then the, the bar and then there was, was the a, a swing, swing hanging from it. the arm Got it. of Groot. Understood. Uh, yes, so, sh- yes, she was talking to your wife while <laughs> we were trying to watch this movie, and then we get to the end of the movie, and she's like, and I'm like, what did you think, what did you think? And she's like, I liked it, it was good. Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't watch any of it. Well, she watched enough. Oh, I hate this. I hate she it. she probably knows way more about the trivia of it than you do. <laughs> probably, actually. I dislike this about people these days. <laughs> I really do. Watch the movie. I, I watch the movie. You watch the movie. I do. She'll watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go to the movies by myself. You know, when we went and saw the movie, yeah, I fought every urge to get on my phone and look <laughs> up things you. about the movie. Thank you. Mostly because I get self-conscious about the light my phone puts off in the movie. As you should. Mm-hmm. And that's why movie theaters should continue to exist. Because people will look at their phones if they're not in, in a movie theater? That's right. You know, I'm just going to look as soon as I leave. Or doesn't before. matter. Doesn't matter. It's all about being in the moment, being in the experience mm-hmm. of the film. Yeah. yeah, and the trivia that happened no. behind the scenes. <laughs> but how are you going to know to appreciate the movie if you don't know? Wow, this is a blockbuster, and they only made it for twelve million dollars. Or how are you going to be able to appreciate the movie? They fought for financing for four years on this movie. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I guess we found something that I'm a little prickly about. Mm-hmm. We we found a pet peeve. A prickle point. Prickle point. Prickle point. Yeah, no, I, I've i ruined multiple movies Ugh. that way. Why do this yourself? See, I, I avoid, I try to avoid everything except trailers. Um have you okay do you watch like tv shows on netflix sometimes not a lot okay so the dramas that have you know things you don't expect seeing right expect coming sure they still do the descriptions for each episode okay but they're in your camp so they go so far out of their way to not spoil anything Uh that the descriptions are nothing like they mean nothing (laughs) at all uh, it might as well not be there. Is we what you're we have watched Sons of Anarchy, uh-huh. and one of the descriptions was, in essence, this is a, a direct quote: uh, "The Sons of Anarchy motorcycle gang runs into another uh, another roadblock in their plan." <laughs> Doesn't tell you much. Well, okay then. <laughs> See, I like that. That's that great. sounds like a great episode. I'm in intrigued by what the road what is the roadblock i don't know but you know what that's the same description of every episode <laughs> of that show ever i haven't watched that show but uh, i know what you're saying i know what you're saying um it's like oh, it's just a disease that we have as a culture i can't take it i just like to know things it's fine it's not fine yeah no i think that if we had our tarot expert here <laughs> 
flipping cards over. You think she could settle this for us? Yeah, she would flip those cards over and go, wow, you crave knowledge. And I'd go, <laughs> darn right, Tarot lady. <laughs> and she'd flip my card over and be like, you crave ignorance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you crave ignorance for everyone. Minus two hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what you get for craving ignorance, kids. Mm. Anyway, so uh, don't watch that documentary now because I've already spoiled it for you. <laughs> Scorpios are very emotional. Uh huh. Their emotions are intensified. Mm. Intensified. Yeah. Now, doesn't that sound like a really intense pie? Intensified. In- well, something that would be a pie that had been intensified. Or, or I like a, it. a mechanism by which you intensify you know what? a pie. If I ever opened up a pie-only bakery... <gasps> Intensified! Great name. I, you're right! Great name you're right, right there. You're right, that is trademarked. Uh-huh. And every... Just to make it more intense... Yeah. Every pie has something in it to just kind of get you wired up. Like caffeine oh. or cracker. It was something. <laughs> What's that thing that's an energy drink? It's taurine or yeah, something like that? Yeah, lots of taurine. Uh. We, have a, we have a taurine apple pie. Ooh. Yeah. We have uh, just coffee pie. Coffee like, pie? It, yeah, it's just coffee poured into a pie crust. Oh. But it's like really strong coffee. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's intense right there. Yeah. And Is that then, fresh ground? Is that fresh right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then key lime crack. <laughs> Key lime crack. Yeah. It's intense. <laughs> My apple pie would be amphetamine apple. Oh man. Yeah. You know, you can't beat the flavor. No. It's I mean, there's a good hint of cinnamon. Yeah. Plus, you won't sleep for a week. Savory speed. You won't sleep for a week. It's great. <laughs> that should be that's just the tagline underneath your <laughs> Your company intensified. You won't sleep for a week. <laughs> if there's ever a remake of Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. that should be the the coffee shop that they they there we go randomly take breaks at. You, I have. think, and I might be wrong on this. Yeah, I think they're bringing Twin Peaks back. I really hope they call it Trace Peaks. I I um I know they won't. I feel like Netflix. Got the rights. Oh my god, are you and serious? And they're rebooting Twin Peaks. Now that I will watch, mm-hmm. because Twin Peaks is one of my favorite things. I'm going to confirm this. It's amazing. Before I uh, put is, this out as an actual fact. Yeah. Um, is David Lynch doing it? I don't, I don't know. I told you all of the facts that may, that you know. may or okay. may not be real facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love how this is a news show. Let's see. Let's we're, see. We're a very good news Continuation. Showtime. Showtime is going to air a limited series. David Lynch and Mark Frost wrote all nine episodes. Booyah. That's the original Tazim. So 2016. Watch out. Trace Peaks. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Intensified. Intensified. <laughs> I have had so many dreams. Not the kind you have sleeping at night, but the kind you have like involved with goals. Okay. You know those kinds of dreams? No. Uh, the kind that Levi Strauss dreamt. My, my dreams have died. Oh. So. Well, let's call Go it... Go ahead with your dreams. Okay. I've had aspirations. <laughs> I've had... You're very impatient. I've had aspirations of opening restaurants okay. my whole life. But I know it's a terrible idea. I know nothing about food. Right. 
I don't have any money. Okay. And I know that most restaurants don't make money for at least a couple years. It sounds like you are ready to open up a restaurant, (laughs) my friend. Uh, Maybe Um, maybe a franchise of Intensified. I've had had good restaurant ideas. Yeah? Um, So... The other day, I had another another good idea. Okay. In the Nashville area, there's a food truck yeah. called the Grilled Cheesery. Oh, God, there is. Okay. And it's fine. Whatever. You don't love it? I like it. It's... However... Okay. It's the this, proto food truck to me. You know, you know how prickly you get about people looking up things about movies? Yeah. Well, this is how I feel about people saying this is a grilled cheese and then putting ham or bacon or other meats oh that's a sandwich it's not a grilled cheese no you have made a grilled sandwich my friend yes you have you've made a panini well the grilled cheesery tends to cater in these type of things i didn't realize that yeah i mean you can get just the regular grilled cheese right but the last time i i was there it had ham on it the thing i got that's not grilled cheese no, that's a hot ham sandwich. Yeah. yeah. So I have a an idea of opening up my own food truck. All right. Following the grilled cheesery around. Sure, sure. Just calling it actual grilled cheese. <laughs> you can come by. You can pick your bread. You can pick your cheese. That's what goes on the sandwich. Right. You then eat it. Do you want bacon on it? Well, then you go over to the fake grilled cheese place and... <laughs> Do you want just grilled cheese? That's what we're making. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I totally... Now, how many kinds of cheese would you offer? Oh, three, four. American. American. Um, Provolone. Craft American. Yeah. Uh, we'd have generic American and craft American. Craft American. Uh-huh. Uh, Velveeta. Uh, Velveeta. And, and uh, sharp cheddar? Well, no, then uh, the, the white Velveeta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 yeah. a hell of a grilled cheese right, right there, right. my friend. So uh, you you literally have a microwave <laughs> in your food truck. Yeah, you, you want actually, to grill that. Your, your food truck is actually a bicycle yeah. with a microwave strapped to it. You, I could just buy a hot plate and just follow them oh, around yeah. and do it. <laughs> Steal their power. Yeah. Or you've got like a solar cell on your helmet. It's, it's just a huge pet peeve I have. I understand now. This this one I get. This one I get at work in the cafeteria they have grown-up grilled cheese same thing do they call it that on the menu they call it that that's so which by the way not great and then they throw turkey on it that's once you put turkey on it it's no longer a grilled cheese i completely agree i completely agree my uh my co-worker everett yeah uh (laughs) i love everett hate hates this rant because he's heard this rant from me about <laughs> ten times now. Because every time they have it, I go on this rant. Right. And he goes, I know you don't like it. It's not grilled cheese. I'm like, darn right it's not grilled cheese. And let me tell you why for the next ten minutes. <laughs> so he can probably tell you all about it if you ever meet him. This is the same guy who you rearrange his office. Mm-hmm. You make his screen what do you do? You make a screen black or something? I, I flip it upside down. That's right. You make it flip yeah. upside down. <laughs> um, You're very nice to this guy. I I have replaced pictures in his picture frames. Right. Have I told you about his pictures, by the way? He has pictures of himself. 
<laughs> he's really? framed pictures of himself on his desk yeah. at work yeah does he have anyone else in his life I mean, his frat bros. He must be a Scorpio. <laughs> no, he, he is. I know this. Yeah. He is a Gemini. Okay. The reason I know this is he said, well, I'm a Gemini. And I said, that's funny because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out I remember it. So it was a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I've latched on to that fact. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I also remember I had to ask what a Gemini was. It's yeah. the twins. It's the twins. Yeah. So it's the twin. The Aries is the the goat. No, you're oh, a goat. Okay. I think you're a goat. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up again. You're a ram. I'm I'm a chinchilla. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the zodi the famous pick, zodiac sign of the chinchilla. Pick any mammal you want. I'll be that mammal. That's here. why you're always so dusty. You take a dust bath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better than a water bath. Ew. That's gross. Um, <laughs> yeah you heathens so water bath so i want that as a food truck yeah um i've thought about a food truck that and if you go to the right places at the right times say outside a bar saturday at 2 a.m oh okay just it just serves hot pockets Oh, I like that idea. Not, That's perfect. I'm not making anything. I'm just microwaving. Right. Again. Again. Not making anything bicycle. in this one. Right. <laughs> just microwave a Hot Pocket, sell it for $5. You know what? You, you could... <laughs> And that's the only time anyone wants a hot pocket, it, anyway. That's very true, and, you, and you, you won't want just one. Right. Yeah. Here's twenty dollars. Have you just ever keep them coming? Have you ever got really drunk and eaten pizza? No. It's the best. I. There's Any, nothing better than that in life. I I don't eat really anytime alcohol is consumed in excess. Okay. Or even slight excess. Yeah. Is there I don't know why. A reason behind that? No, not really. No, nah, I just don't. Just something. Yeah. I it makes me want to eat more. It's like my my eating a bit inhibitions are lowered. And so I'm just like maybe that's I have no eating inhibitions usually anyway. Okay, okay. so maybe that's why. Uh, well, yeah, I don't now, really. Now I have so many eating inhibitions. You, I just eat healthy all the time. That's good. It, it's. How do you feel, by the way? Do you feel really nice? Eh, whatever. Yeah, I I will say. I ran today. Yeah. As we remember, I ran and then we I talked. came home and right. I, I won. You won. I won marriage. Pew! Pew! Burr, burr, burr. Parades. Ticker ah. tape. Ticker tape. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I ran and I still don't understand the term runner's high. Yeah. But I did feel slightly energized today for the you first did. time in a very long time. Okay. Normally, I get done and I go, well, I'm going to go die now. <laughs> so, post-run, you, you were a little... I felt I had a little pep in my sing step. to you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I won marriage. And right. And then... <laughs> I mean, great day. So, after you win a marriage, is, mm-hmm. it, is it time to just call it quits? No. New challenges? Well, I mean, it depends. Do you want to go out on top? Or do you want to be the best ever? <sighs> like, do you want to... Do you want to be Michael Jordan first retirement uh-huh or yeah. do you want to be michael jordan who is determined he can still make it happen and comes back and plays for the washington wizards definitely the first one 
That's probably a better choice. <laughs> so, <laughs> wife of Nathan, if you're hearing this, yeah, so uh, uh, it's been good. You guys need to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I went into divorce court, and my reasoning was, <laughs> well, I caught her not replacing the toilet paper, <laughs> and I'd been waiting to do that. So, so we're pretty much done here. <laughs> you just look at the you just look at the judge and you're like, and the judge asks you, um, "So what? What's going on? Why is this happening?" You're like, "I won. I won. It's over now." Yeah. Do you think spousal support goes <laughs> up in that situation or down? <laughs> I mean, everyone knew the rules when they got started, right? You know, they. I think that was in the vows. She signed the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right. Actually, there. we didn't we didn't sign anything. You'd have a prenup. Okay, tell me how weird this is. Yeah. I don't know if this is how it works here or in Georgia or any other state. Yeah. The state of Missouri, the bride and groom don't sign anything. Like, the marriage license is signed by the priest and witnesses. Really? Yeah. That is not Isn't that how, weird? That is weird. That is not how it worked in Georgia. We had to sign stuff. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. we signed to apply for the marriage license. Mm, okay. But the actual, like, paperwork, like the marriage license itself that right. you mail in, and oh. they go, oh, you're a real married couple now. Yay. Mm. No, you know, I think that is true. I think it's not signed by the couple. That's weird to me. Why? I feel like the couple should have to sign everything. Yeah, but 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 but, but that document exists. I to think prove. I just think that with very little effort, you yeah. could marry two people who didn't want to be married. Oh, I think you. <laughs> I mean, it would be fraud. But I mean, very very low effort fraud. It might be kind of fun fraud. Yeah, yeah. Should we figure that out and just start marrying people? I think so. <laughs> Hey, we've got a surprise for Donald you, Donald Rumsfeld gets a letter in his mailbox and says, Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> slash Dash Rumsfeld. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld Mouse. Mm. And they would hyphenate. They, w- they would. He's a very much a professional. Mickey Mouse also not going to change his name. No. You know, on the other side of the equation. It's it's weird um, how progressive Donald Rumsfeld is in that way. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's the one thing he really cares passionately about on the left. Um. <laughs> his, one, his one thing. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't think women should have to take the man's name. Also, mm, women have no right to choose. <laughs> except for that. <laughs> yeah, just that. We'll give them a grammatical mark. <laughs> <laughs> they they deserve at least that. Oh man. <sighs> yeah. Well, we've been we've been there so many places already. Yeah. There is a place for Do you hear us. the noises in your house? A lot of noise in my house. I'm very distracted. It's right I know, it's hard. It's the <laughs> throughout this whole recording the dog has been squishing the toy that doesn't actually make a squeak. By the way, this toy... Yeah. Sounds like the dog is dying. Yeah. It sounds like the dog has a real bad wheeze. This is my my uh, impression of the dog toy. Okay. <laughs> Nathan, are you okay? Oh, it's just, it's just a dog toy. It's oh, fine. Oh, Don't oh, worry right, about it. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
it's not <laughs> it is not the most inviting dog toy noise. <laughs> and then there's been a lot of uh there's there's a TV going mm-hmm. on upstairs. There's all sorts of jibber jabber happening. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. And you wonder why I walk around all day with those big earmuffs on. <laughs> you know, I had wondered yeah, that. Yeah. I assumed you just liked the look. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to bring it back. It's pretty good. It was never in. Right. But I'm trying to bring it back. You know, you can do it. I believe in you. Do you? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Aries. Yeah, I'm such an Aries. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Chinchilla. What kind of sounds a chinchilla make? I, Does anybody know? Chinchilla. <laughs> chinchilla. That's that's where the name comes from. Can we do that one time in stereo? Yeah. One, two, three. Chinchilla. Yeah, that's yeah. the noise. I'm going to pan that out. Your dog is alive. By hey. The way. Hi, Amber. She also came over real. Uh, like a little bit ago, just to tell my crotch hello. <laughs> she is your dog girlfriend. Your, your dog loves the smell of my crotchal region <laughs> so very much. Yeah. In a way, no one else does. No, no. It's, I don't know if it's the body wash, my natural odors. What kind of body wash are you using? Uh, generic. Oh. Generic body wash. Yeah. It's called body wash really? they weren't even creative enough to come up with a wow. name <laughs> but it's spelled b-a-u-d-y yeah, yeah. well legally they can't actually <laughs> right. say it's body wash right because it's actually just repackaged paint right. thinner. yeah it's like um the wings have you seen the wings at the grocery store that it's not it's like reconstituted chicken meat Ugh. and so they have to legally Spell it W I N G Z. That okay? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. The Z? It's not because they're trying to be cool. They legally oh. can't say it is a chicken wing. They are wings. This I didn't know. Is that yeah. why cheese snacks are a lot of times spell spells mm, spell C H E E Z? I don't know about or that. some such. I don't know because there's that. no real cheese in there. I the only reason I know that is I ran across it as a fact. Yeah. On the interweb oh. while I was supposed to be watching a movie. Well, I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I learn all kinds of things while I'm supposed to be watching movies, oh, Justin. Good. So many things. Uh, I feel so prickly. If if you I feel like a porcupine fish. If you would just do the research, you would know so much more. Frickle. You could you could bring so many facts about reconstituted Frickle. chicken meat. <laughs> And never see a film exactly. from top to bottom. <laughs> well, I mean, you'll see it, sort of. You'll it'll pass by you, much like your life is passing you by. You know, um, in I took history of film in college. Yeah, and I sat through all of those without researching in the middle of them. And let me tell you, Gone with the Wind is enough to make you want to never watch a film all the way through without <laughs> something to look at i totally understand <laughs> that we watch it okay being from the south mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i watched that in like seventh grade yeah and it's over two days it's 30 hours long oh. um <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want to talk about a book of size it that's a size book this was on vhs Oh, wow. So okay. it was multiple cassettes. It, it was two cassettes. Okay. So right. you get done with the first cassette, and it's going to 
to the Civil War. Or, right. Yeah. Right. And you're like, well, that seems like a good ending. We don't need to watch the rest. But then there's a whole two more hours. <laughs> you know, I, I remember... Um, the first, I think the first movie I ever saw that was a double cassette rig was Braveheart. And I was amazed by that. I was amazed at, at, at how they made that special case to fit two tapes inside. I remember Titanic. Titanic is the other one, right? Yeah. Right. My, I remember the Titanic and my parents rented the Titanic. Sure. And I saw it, not not the actual movie because they thought I wasn't you know mature 10 10 year old nathan's not old enough to see kate winslet's memories um i've seen him since then yeah of course Um, (laughs) it was was unrequited for so long i didn't understand why i couldn't watch it i assumed it was because of the two vhs's really nah oh okay i was like (laughs) i just remember going that must be a really long movie. I, I probably don't want to watch it anyway. <laughs> and it turns out my instinct was correct. Yeah. I didn't want to watch it my anyway. My attention spans are that good, huh? What? It's, Squirrel. It's, um, that is a movie, if I could go back and unsee something to save my myself a few hours of life, <laughs> that's one I would you choose. You feel that strongly about it, huh? It's so boring. Well. And the story yeah. The story. I could never get over the fact that she does let go. Yeah. She lets go. Yeah. I'll never, I'll let, never go. let go. And Ginger lets oh. go. Is he is he paying attention? Yeah. I'm just gonna let go. I get now. that it's metaphorical. I get it. Yeah. You've been beating me over the head with My hand is tired. I'm gonna let go. Uh, yeah, no, I I never appreciated it. Yeah. Actually, I don't I don't think I can name one part of the movie I did appreciate. Okay, tell me. No, I can't. Oh, I'm you not, cannot. Not any part you of it. You were not capable. Of. Not one. Okay. Not one second of that. Yeah. However, as a male, I have been forced to watch it multiple times. Numerous. By uh, people of the fairer sex. Yeah. For some reason, they're always like. <laughs> The fair sex being hermaphrodites. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of hermaphrodites I, pressuring you. I remember so, uh, <laughs> one specific time, freshman year of college. Is that a terrible term? I don't even know if it is. Hermaphrodite? Yeah. Is uh-huh. it more technical than terrible? Well, do I look like Captain Politically Correct here? You don't, but I... Anyway, in freshman year of college, <laughs> I remember a situation uh-huh. where there was one female... Okay. Just one and five men in a room hanging out. And she somehow convinced everyone to watch Titanic. Wow. That's how much power females have over movie choices. That is... She goes, oh, Titanic's on. We go, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's uh, let this happen <laughs> yeah you never you never you have to let it happen mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna go make some top ramen because <laughs> i'm in college and this is all i have going for me right, right now i um 
Uh, By the way, that story could have gone a totally different place. It, well, yeah. It didn't. It went to Titanic. That's the the theme song to Titanic, right? That's My Heart Will Go On, the love, the love theme to Titanic. And my heart will go on. I, uh... I think that that was for the porn parody of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. Yeah. By the way, Titanic final. No, 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 no. no. Titanic. <laughs> That's it. Titanic <laughs> starship, the last Airbender. <laughs> uh, anyway, and the same starring thing, Tom Hanks. <laughs> the same thing uh, has happened in my life with the movie Love Actually. You know, I like that movie, though. I don't dislike the movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. So I don't fight all that hard. Right. But um, every single time I've seen it in my life, it's been a female going... Of course, yes. You know you know what we should watch? Love Actually. Love Actually. And I go, okay. Because I have to pretend I don't want to watch that one. <laughs> Oh, I see. It's all a ruse. Yeah. It's all a ruse. But with really, you. if it's between Love Actually and Titanic, you'd pick Love Actually. Sure, I would watch it three times to fill the space <laughs> of the entire Titanic. I film. think the first time I saw the the, the double uh, VHS uh, sleeve, I thought it was like a brick of VHS in there. Like it what like it was one thing that won't you fit know? into our VCR. What do we do? And I remember Blockbuster used to charge you like double, yeah, for the for the double. And I'm like, that is such a racket. Looking back, man, that that's a flash from the past. Blockbuster video, yeah. Do people even know what we're talking about right now? I don't know. It's not like we're speaking Chinese. See, kids, back. Cuddle up next to daddy, kids, and listen to the back, story. Back in the late '80s, throughout the '90s, through the '90s, there there was a place called Blockbuster Video. Once, what what would happen there is you would go in, you would find a movie you wanted to watch. It was a new release, most likely, although sometimes they had older films. And you'd go in, and you'd go, man, I'd really like to see this. And then you'd get something called a VHS tape. Then you would take it up to the counter, and they would charge you $100 <laughs> to rent that for one night. Yes. And then... Because it was a new release. And then you had to have it returned by 5 p.m. <sighs> and at 5.01, they would go, sorry, it's late. You're now either going to pay us $200 <laughs> or you're subject to firing squad. That was pretty much the blockbuster video experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... This was the other part of it. As a child, me going, I want that candy because they always had the candy by the cash register. Yeah, I want the Butterfinger BBs. And my parents going Butterfinger BBs. Yeah, remember those? I I want the Butterfinger BBs. And my parents go, those are eighteen (laughs) dollars. We'll just get you candy somewhere else. And I was very insistent that I wanted those. I never got those Butterfinger BBs. And such is life. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, I remember going there, and they had some sort of popcorn bucket that had snacks in oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, and no, it was, the snack bucket. Yeah, thing. the snack yeah. bucket. Yeah. yeah, I remember this. And I was batty over the snack mm-hmm. bucket. You Did know you ever I mean? get one? 
Oh, yeah. Never got it. Oh, yeah. I was a very spoiled child. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> this is why I'm the way I am. I my my dreams were crushed early on early as a child. in life. What 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 is the way that you are? Uh, well, I mean, very cynical and uh, negative, uh. and it's all because I didn't get Butterfinger BBs from Blockbuster. I had to get them from the Texaco down the street. Uh, Remember Texaco? Oh, that yeah. was a thing, too. That was a thing, too. Not a thing anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, and you're never going to get the chance to do that because Blockbuster is gone. Blockbuster's gone? Pretty sure Butterfinger BBs are gone. They are. Well, maybe we can find a way to resurrect them. Like, what if you could resurrect the food that you ate before? And In, like, any food? Any food that you ever ate. Hmm. This is a tough one. Because I really liked the Butterfinger BBs. Pretty amazing they were. Um, Melty, though. Well, yeah. That was the best part. You like the Melty? Yeah. Okay, we're very yeah. different people. Um, you know what I would have said, but they've already done it? What? Crispy M&M's. Ooh, yeah. That's but a good But they brought choice. those back. They did. They did yeah. bring those back. So my my dreams have come true in that regard. In your dreams. You know, you know what I would resurrect? What? I'd resurrect a sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. 